Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for June 3rd, 2020. I'm teaching a series entitled Faith and Patience. I trust that you've been enjoying this series. We've been studying the life of Joseph, and I'm telling you, this thing has been amazing. If you've been, if you missed any message, you need to go back. Go to youtube.com forward slash Rick Pina and check out the previous messages. I'm telling you, this thing has been awesome. This is part 35. The, the title of today's message is Faith favor, and wisdom. Today, I want to talk about three things that I really love. I'm talking about faith. I'm talking about favor. I'm talking about wisdom. That's what we're going to deal with today. So uh, our foundational scripture is James 1, 2 through 4. The Bible says, my fellow believers, when it seems as though you're facing nothing but difficulties, you know what? You should see it as an invaluable opportunity to experience the greatest joy that you can Why? Because you know that when your faith is tested, it actually develops something in you. When your faith is tested and you stand the test of time, it develops something in you. It it develops the power within you to endure all things. And then when this patient endurance grows in you stronger and stronger, the Bible says that it releases perfection or maturity into every area, every aspect of your life until the point where there is nothing missing and nothing lacking. In Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, the Bible says that, you know what, there's a time and a season for everything, and things are going to happen in in your life at just the right time. And then finally, Genesis 41 and 41, the Bible says, so Pharaoh commissioned Joseph and said, I am putting you, Joseph, a man I I do not know, I'm putting you, Joseph, a dude I just met, I am putting you, Joseph, a young Hebrew in Egypt, I am putting you in charge of the entire country. I am putting you in charge of the entire country. Man, this story is so good. What does this mean to you today? I have four things to share with you on this morning. As I share these things, I want you to open up your heart to receive. Four things. Number one, here we go. So the first thing is, let me just set the stage. I need to set the stage. Let me tell you the story. Let me tell you what the Bible says. Remember yesterday, we left off where Pharaoh said, look, I got these dreams. He talked about the dreams. Um, or he had the dreams and you know, we know what the dreams are. I already shared that with you. And then, uh, before Pharaoh even said the dreams to Joseph, he was like, it don't matter. I, God, I can't do it, but God will. He says, I can't do it, but God will. It doesn't matter, Mr. King, whatever you say, the dreams are, the interpretation is here because I'm here and God is on me and God is in me and God is with me and God is for me. That's the type of confidence that we have to live with. Right. And so Joseph, uh, uh, said to Pharaoh after Pharaoh kind of told him what the dreams were, Joseph says, okay, look, you got two dreams. Let me give you the explanation. Just like that. Not, I'm going to go pray about it. I'm going to go lay it before the Lord. I'm going to lay it at the altar. No, 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 no. He was like, okay, you gave me the dreams. God will give me the wisdom. Here we go. Both of the dreams have the same meaning. He said, God is telling you what's going to happen. And it's going to happen soon. The seven good cows are, and the seven good grains of head are seven good years. And the seven thin cows, uh, the sick looking cows, and the seven thin heads of grain mean that they're going to be seven years of famine in this area. So these seven bad years will come after the seven good years. So God has shown you, he's revealing to you what is going to happen and is going to happen soon. So for the seven good years, there's going to be seven good years uh, uh, in Egypt. He says that then there's going to be seven years of hunger. But when the seven years of famine come, There's not going to be nothing. There won't be anything anywhere. So he says, Pharaoh, the reason why you had two dreams about the same thing is because God is really driving home this point. It's going to happen and it's going to happen soon, right? So it's going to be so bad, he said, that that people will forget what it was like 
when they have food in the country. So he says, okay, now, Mr. King, I love this. Okay, this dude, he's 30 years old when this happens. So Joseph is 30 years old. He's standing in front of the king. He gives him the interpretation. And then I like this. He says, okay, all right, so listen, Mr. King, Mr. Pharaoh, you know what you should do? You should choose a wise, intelligent man and put him in charge of Egypt. Then you should choose other men to collect the food from the people so that during the seven good years, people can then store up one fifth of all the grain, of all the food that's grown. And this way, these men can collect that food in the seven good years and store it until it is needed. So Pharaoh, if you do this and you keep the food under your control, then during the seven years of famine, when there's no food in the country, people won't be destroyed by the famine. And Pharaoh was like, oh, snap, that's a good plan. I like that plan. And so he was like, okay, okay. And so Pharaoh says to his advisors that are standing right there, these men that were supposed to be the wisest men in the land, and this 30-year-old man who nobody knows just showed up and gave him this plan, Pharaoh says right there in that moment, I don't think, this is the favor of God, I don't think we can find anyone better than Joseph. God's spirit is on Joseph. God has made Joseph wise. So this is what he says to his advisors. Then the king looks at Joseph and says, okay, listen, God showed you these things so you must be the man. You must be the man. Glory to God. You are the man. You are the man. You are the woman for such a time as this. God has revealed these things to you. So you must be the man. I will put you in charge of my country and the people will obey whatever you say. And I will be the only one in all of Egypt that will be in charge of you. Like you're second in command. And so I'm putting you in charge of my entire country. Joseph woke up as a prisoner. He went to sleep as the prime minister of Egypt. Joseph woke up in the penitentiary and he went to sleep in the palace. It happened just like that because there's a time for everything. And I'm telling you that greater is coming. And I'm telling you that there is a season when your harvest will come due. There is a due season for you. Galatians 6 and 9 says, come on, please do not give up before your change comes. Do not give up before your season comes. Do not give up before your season comes due. Joseph waited 13 long years, but when the right time came, it came to pass. I'm telling you, this is going to come, I'm, is, is going to come to pass. Greater is coming. You got it? All right. Number two, number two, God can give you wisdom. Now let's talk about wisdom for a minute. Pharaoh had access to some of the, the smartest people of his day, right? I mean, he had access to the smartest people in the country, but he wound up saying that nobody, no one was as qualified as Joseph. I'm talking about, that's the, that's the favor of God. And that's what happens when the wisdom of God flows through you. The wisdom of God was flowing through Joseph. God can give you wisdom that far exceeds your education and experience. I'm a witness. I've been there many times. Joseph had no previous knowledge, right? So, so when he's saying something to the king, he had no previous knowledge of what he was saying. Honestly, he was not even the one saying it. He provided the mouth, Joseph provided the voice, but Joseph didn't come up with those words. 
I've been there many times. Joseph was standing there saying what he was saying to the king. And I know, I guarantee you, he was like, oh, snap, where this coming from? He was saying it, but he wasn't generating it. It was coming from God. And God was speaking through him. God can give you wisdom. God can give you insight and wisdom and revelation from heaven to address the challenges. Any challenge in your situation, in your business, on your job, whatever, he can give you the, the insight and the wisdom and the revelation to address it. And your education has nothing to do with it. Your experience, your past performance has nothing to do with it. Joseph didn't know anything about what he was saying, but he said it because God gave him the words. See, God can give you a download. I mean, a download from heaven. God can give you a download from heaven. He can give you a clear plan concerning what you are facing that is so beyond you, that is so beyond your education and experience that you will be amazed. I mean, you will be blown away by the words that are coming out your mouth. Watch this. The people that are in the meeting with you when God gives you the download, and this happens to me all the time, you're in the meeting and you're like, you're going, look, you're going into the meeting. I, you know, I'm a Dominican kid from Brooklyn. I have a New York City public school education, right? Of course, I went to college and all that, but I'm dealing with people that are PhDs. I'm dealing with people that are super bright, intelligent in their fields. And a lot, man, God is, they call me the expert. You know why? downloads from heaven. I go in and I'm like, Lord, don't make me look stupid when I go in this meeting. Oh my God. And I'm going into the meeting praying. Oh, I'm like, ho. And then in the meeting, I'm saying stuff I never heard before. I'm saying stuff. I'm saying like that, just like Joseph. I'm saying stuff I never heard. I'm like, oh my God, I'm saying it. I need to write it down. I need to sow a seed of my own self. I'm like, oh, snap, where that came from? The people don't even know. People are like writing down what I said and they don't know that I need to write it down too because I never heard it before. It is, I'm telling you, this is when you realize that you are a vehicle, you are a channel, you are a vessel of all of this. We serve a God that can give you wisdom that far exceeds you and so that you become a conduit of his wisdom in this world. God gave Joseph a detailed plan. And the plan was used to help Egypt. Watch this. The, the plan was used to help Egypt, but it also led to his promotion. See, God gets the glory. You get the benefits. God can give you a plan. God can give you wisdom to help your business, to help your job, to help where you work. But watch this. You're going to get promoted in the process. You're going to get elevated as well. I'm telling you that the plan will help advance uh, uh, you know, your business. But since you're not... You're saying it, but you're not the one that came up with the words. I'm telling you, God will cause you to increase and then you will give him the glory. And then behind closed doors, when you have that one-on-one, say, man, when you come up with that stuff, you can let him know it was God. It was not me. It was God because God is good and God can give you wisdom. Say amen to that. All right. Number three, God can give you favor. Just like God can give you wisdom, God can give you favor. Pharaoh made his statements about Joseph saying, hey, listen, there's nobody else more qualified than this dude. And he just met him. He Listen, he had just met this man a few minutes ago. Pharaoh didn't make it to be Pharaoh by making foolish decisions. Pharaoh was a wise man. It, it, it is foolish to put somebody in charge of your whole country, somebody you just met. You don't know anything about the man, right? The, the butler's like, yo, I met this dude in prison like two years ago. You know what happened was, remember when you threw me and you locked me up? I met this dude, right? And then he was like, yo, you got a dream. I can interpret it. Yo, Pharaoh, you got a dream. He can interpret it. The guy shows up. He just met him. And he's like, boom, you're in charge of the whole country. He just met him. He's like, you're, there's nobody in charge. Listen, you only report to me. Other than me, you are number two in charge of the whole land. I'm telling you that favor, 
the favor of God is when God goes before you and raises up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help you in ways that you cannot help yourself. And watch this. Oftentimes, they will help you and they won't even know why they're doing it. They're like, they won't. I mean, Pharaoh, Pharaoh probably went to sleep that night saying, what, the, what in the world? What did I just do? I put this boy in charge of this country. What is going on? And they won't even know why they're doing it. It's the favor of God. And then let me say this about favor. Favor can do more in a minute than labor can do in a lifetime. He was promoted from prisoner to prime minister in a minute. Watch this. He was a Hebrew prisoner, right? He came to the country as a Hebrew slave. So he was a Hebrew slave slash prisoner in Egypt. There's no way he could have worked his way up to prime minister. But favor can do more in a minute than labor could do in a lifetime. And you can't work for it. It is the favor of God. You can't work for it. It is the grace of God. It is the, the grace of God can go before you and cause you to experience supernatural favor. Let me say this. One move from God. Look at me. One. Look at the, your life. Imagine a chessboard. And, and the chessboard, this is the game of your life. One move from God on the chessboard can change your life forever. I'm talking about this was one move. And Joseph's life was changed forever. I'm telling you, greater is coming. But let me just say this. Let me say this about that. When God does make that move on your chessboard and you do skyrocket up, you're up in life and people say, oh, snap, look, they would say to Joseph, oh, he was an overnight success. People that don't know Joseph, they'd be like, wow, he was an overnight success, but they were not there during those 13 years. They were not there during the pit phase. They were not there during the Potiphar phase when he was a slave. They were not there during the prison phase. People will see your glory, but they will not know your story unless you tell them. And so that you may look like an overnight success and God will make you an overnight success after 10 years. God will make you an overnight success after 20 years. God will make you. So yeah, it's an overnight success after all the stuff you've been through, which is why you got to have faith and patience. You have to hold on no matter how long it takes. You got it? All right. Number four. And finally, God requires faith of you. My last point, God requires faith of you. When God, listen, G, the Bible says when Jesus comes back, he's going to be looking for faith in the earth. Everything God does for you, he does it by grace. Everything he expects of you, he respect, he expects it by faith. None of this would have happened if Joseph had not released his faith. None of this would have happened if Joseph would have been like, well, well, oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, hold on for a minute. If he would have allowed fear to grip his heart, none of this would have happened. He could have missed out on God's best. So let me just say this. Maybe it's been a long time. As I close, look, maybe it's been a long time for you. You're like, well, Rick, I got it, but you don't understand. No, no, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Believe me, I understand. Maybe it's been a long time. It's been a long time for me. I've been waiting on some stuff. Yeah, I know what it's like. Maybe it's been a long time for you like it was for Joseph, like it is for me. But please, like I told you before, do not develop spiritual amnesia. Do not allow the pain of your today to cause you to forget about your tomorrow, the tomorrow that God promised you. I'm telling you, greater is coming. It's going to come to pass. Joseph operated in faith. You must operate when that time comes, when you discern your moment. You walk into, listen, God opens the door for you by grace, unearned, unmerited, undeserved. But when he does, he expects you to walk through that door by faith. And so you are the just and you live by faith. And so you live by faith and you may, and you develop patience along the way so that you can hold on no matter how long it takes. Because I'm telling you, greater is coming. It happened for Joseph 
it will happen for you. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, you said that if we lack wisdom, we should ask it of you. So I declare that your wisdom flows through my life on a daily basis. I have wisdom for every meeting, every conversation, and all the activity that I will engage in today. You give me divine insight. You also give me favor with key people. You raise up people to use their power, their ability, their influence, and their money to help me in ways I cannot help myself, even when they don't know why they're doing it. So I release my faith for these things to come to pass. My faith agrees on earth with your plans in heaven. Therefore, I experience heaven on earth. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, you can get my notes every day for free. Go to todaysword.org, click on the big red button, put in your email address there. You'll get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. If you're watching on YouTube Live, please subscribe to the channel and hit like on this video. If you're watching on Facebook Live or YouTube Live, leave me some comments. I read all the comments in the chat. Do me a favor, share this message on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. And as I release you into this day, just go with wisdom, with faith, and with favor. I love you, and God loves you more. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.